0: Hey everyone, this is Sam Culpepper, bringing you the Culpepper Chronicles, where myself and special guests hope to bring you, the listener, more information in regards to self-sufficiency, fieldcraft, survival, marksmanship, gear, and theory, with the aids of not only personal experience and opinion, but historical and technical documentation as well, all in the hopes to better prepare you for impending collapse and hard times to come. Now, pull up a seat and let's get down to it. everybody this is Sam coming to you with season two episode two I hope everyone's doing well today's topic is getting started homesteading with animals now specifically what I want to talk about is chickens so we have had kind of the gamut of most of the the entry homesteading animals we've had goats we've had sheep, we've got chickens Um, we've had pigs at one point and uh, I There's a lot of people that will ask me, Hey, how do I get started with animals? What do I get started with? I've got, you know, limited area. I don't have much experience. And my go-to answer is always chickens. Uh, Chickens have a lot of benefits. There's little cons to them. We're going to dive into that real quick. And hopefully it will give you some uh, information going forward. So um, I want to get one thing out of the way, just right off the bat. You do not have to have a rooster to get eggs. And a lot of people do not realize that people like I live in a very rural area. You would just think it's kind of common knowledge. I've known it pretty much my whole life, but you do not have to have a rooster to have eggs. Chickens will naturally lay eggs without a rooster. You can have, you know, a dozen hens out and you are not going to have to worry about eggs not being dropped. Now, what you will have to worry about having a rooster is the fact that when a rooster is around, the egg can now be fertilized. Now, if the egg gets fertilized, that's not necessarily just indicated that you're going to have a baby chick come along because a hen has to brood and be broody and sit on top of that egg and incubate it. So, you can have fertilized eggs that never get any farther than that because the chickens aren't going to be broody on them. Um, furthermore, if you do have fertilized eggs and you put them like in your house in your refrigerator, it's a null and void deal. Don't worry about it they're not going to they're not going to get anywhere because they're in a cold climate they're not going to uh generate generate a chicken or grow a chicken i guess would be the better word so uh i wanted to get that out of the way just because it's kind of one of those things that everyone's like oh i what if i don't get it? i don't want a baby chick hatching on my counter it's like don't worry about it. if you don't have a rooster you ain't gonna deal with it so let's get started um <clears throat> one of the best things about chickens is they don't require a lot of space um, you don't have to have a big backyard, and you can pretty much have them anywhere. There are people within inner cities that are, you know, having little chicken tractors and having three or four chickens at a time. Uh, and they'll they'll have, you know, three or four laying hens at a time, and they'll get, you know, two to four eggs a day out of that. And they don't have to have a lot of area, and as long as, like, if you live in an area that is kind of not kosher with animals, uh, for the most part, chickens are okay, especially if you don't have a huge droves of them, and you keep them up. Uh, that means, like you know, keep not only physically keeping them up, but maintaining the pen area and making sure it's not stinking and stuff like that. But that's just that kind of comes down to everyone should be doing that because you need to be practicing, you know, good techniques with your animals. So you don't have to have a lot of space. You can go. You can go as small as like a hobby-built little chicken pen, or like a chicken tractor from Tractor Supply. They're like a hundred bucks. They're pretty nice. Um, in my opinion, you're better off just building out an area and building out some sort of shelter with some roosting bars because the chickens just do not care what you put them in or where they're at they're going to do whatever they want anyways the most important thing is to make sure that if you don't want them out that it's a covered area that they can't fly out of whether that be with netting or chicken wire or something like that because they will fly out of there I promise you they will get everywhere if they can um low cost so that comes into uh, kind of two different ways. So the cost per chicken, at least in my area, is very low. Um, it has went up lately for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because everybody and their mother's buying chickens or chickens are becoming more scarce. I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but uh, they're still right around like $10 a hen. So for 40 bucks, you could have you know four hens. And depending on where you get them from, you could get like four or five hens for $10. It completely depends. Um, we just picked up like eight of them the other day for like 40 bucks and, uh, they were full grown and and laying because these people were moving out of state and they didn't want to take them with them. So keep your eye on, on your local like Facebook marketplaces and stuff like that, because you'll find stuff. Uh, but in general, they're around $10 a hen. Now you compare that to something like a goat or a pig or a sheep that's a, you know, a hundred dollars an animal. That's, that's a bit of a price difference. Um, so that's something to factor factor in, um, Another low-cost thing is their feed. So chickens are, are pretty easy going. Don't think that you can let them just run off of your, your yard and eat your bugs. They will pick, They will peck your yard, but they're not going to get enough substance that way um, without supplement. So unless you just have like literally like a grown-up overgrown like bug- infested yard that they're going to eat out of, you're, you're going to have to add feed. The good news is feed's relatively cheap again comparative to other animal feeds um i just went to tractor supply yesterday or the day before and bought a 40 uh, pound bag of layer pellets for 14 dollars so that will last us about a week week and a half depending uh it, it lasts us closer to a week now because we have so many chickens and, and a rooster uh compared to before when we had, had fewer um they, they're just eating more especially coming into the colder months they're trying to eat more to to gain fat and calories so that they can brood up um so with that being said, you know, 14 to 20 dollars to even less depending on what you get, you can get enough feed for a week to two weeks depending on how many chickens you have. If you don't have very many chickens, it'll last you a long time. So uh the low cost for feed, low cost for animals, that's always a plus. They're relatively easy to maintain. You don't have to like go out and bathe them or anything like that. They can get sickly if you're not careful. The big maintenance thing with chickens is maintaining their area. Uh, that's cleaning up all the chicken poop all the time and making sure that it's dry and there's not a bunch of moisture everywhere and that they're up off the ground if you can do that you really have some trouble-free animals they don't require a whole lot of attention every now and then we'll get one that gets sickly and we have to give like a penicillin shot or something like that but very rarely does that happen Um, for the most part they're hardy with the exception of like an attack so like Chickens that do not get bothered by other animals uh, will last a long time. You'll average, you know, three-ish or more years uh, in the lifespan of a chicken if you keep it up. That's kind of like where we're at right now. Um, As long as they don't have any health issues and nothing tries to attack them, you can get, you know, roughly three years out of them so they're pretty hardy they 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 know how to survive on their own they know how to fluff up and and uh get trap air up under their feathers to keep warm they know how to keep cool in the summer uh, they'll find shade as long as you can get them water they're usually pretty good to go there um every now and then we may like do a mist or something if it's like in the triple digits here um but they're pretty hardy animals they're pretty resilient and uh i was kind of surprised by that as we've been doing this for several years with chickens, just how resilient they are. I figured that, you know, they're just going to be stupid and they're going to fall over dead, you know, in a week and then there will be, but for the most part, like we've got some chickens, um, or we've got one chicken, at least it's, that's four years old. We just lost uh, one of our roosters. that was three years. Um, just kind of the old age type of thing. So you will have that, but they are pretty hardy and, uh, and that makes it a lot easier for someone who's just getting into it. Uh, as far as the breeds go in my opinion i consulted my wife because she's kind of like the chicken lady um the three that you should probably look for breed wise are like a a Rhode Island red a cinnamon queen or a a white leghorn those three seem to be the hardiest that we've dealt with we've had we've had silkies in the past and got rid of them they're beautiful birds but they're just kind of annoying um and we've, we've got a mix so we've got olive eggers and um and i can't remember what else we've got we've got some grays and everything so uh but those are the three that we found to be the hardiest and and usually you can find them for the best price especially like cinnamon queens like everybody's got cinnamon queens um they lay pretty resiliently um pretty reliably and um they have pretty good size eggs when they drop too so uh they're usually a good go um let's see here i got my list uh, okay, so why should you look into something like chickens versus other animals? In my opinion, it's because they're re- a renewable resource. So every day, depending on how many chickens you have, you can average about one egg a day uh, in the good months. Now, when it's cold and nasty or if it's raining and they're cooped up, and they're not eating, they're not going to lay as good. Uh, So keep that in mind that when you get into colder months like we are now, you're going to have to look at ways to store your eggs, which is something I'm trying to figure out right now with something like water glassing and things like that. But they are a renewable resource. So let's say you have 10 hens. On average, you will get 8 to 10 eggs a day on a good day. So if you have, you know, obviously if you had 12 hens, you would get, you know, roughly 12. Uh, We've got 10 right now, and we average about 8 a day. So uh, they're a renewable resource in that regard. But at the same time, let's say you wanted to start uh, renewing your actual amount of hens, or you can't really guarantee your hens, but your amount of chickens. You could let them, if you had a rooster, let them have fertilized eggs. And as long as you've got a couple broody hens, they'll sit there and brood on those eggs and incubate them and hatch, hatch chicks. Uh, you don't even necessarily have to you know, build an incubator if you don't want to, because the chickens will naturally actually do it. Um, we had one wander off for like two weeks. We thought a dog had got her, and then all of a sudden she came walking out of the woods with three chickens behind her, or three chicks behind her. So, I mean, they're going to be able to naturally do that. Um, at the same time, when you get into the colder months and stuff like that, they can't do it quite as well. It's probably best to bring them in and incubate them. If you're doing a ton of them at one time to incubate, then then yeah, do do an incubator inside. But if you're just going to let them naturally do it, the chickens and roosters... God God made them in the ability to renew themselves. They're going to do it. Um, so you have that as well as if you get to a point in time where you need meat substance, uh, you can, in fact, you know, obviously kill and process and eat your chickens if you needed to. You could grow more chicks. and and allow your your hens to lay eggs and grow more chicks to have more chicks to renew that process. When they get big enough, you could then do the exact same thing. And you can create this cycle if you needed to. We don't personally do that. We focus more on the eggs, um, but we have the ability to and the knowledge to if we should choose to do that. So it is a renewable resource, and that's really, really, really key um, in the grand scheme of things to be able to keep a resource that you don't have to go out and buy all the time because they're going to continue providing for you as long as you provide for them uh if you keep your chickens happy and healthy they're going to provide for you just like you're providing for them and it's just a great little circle if you think about it to keep you in the mindset of renewing your resources and being sustainable um as far as eggs go an egg a large hard-boiled egg has six grams of protein um that's not a ton but if you can average in other uh, protein sources. Um, you're, you're really good to go per day. So, like, the average man uh, would need if you only ate eggs, you would need nine eggs a day to get your, your daily protein. So, uh, they do offer, you know, nutritional value, um, as well as just in general calories. So, that's always a plus. Um, as far as cons go with chickens, it's usually um, just upkeep. Uh, they're... it's not that they're nasty they're just they're animals they're going to walk along and take a crap wherever they're going to take a crap they don't care um if you let them free range they're going to crap all over your porch and your cars and your sidewalks and and your kids toys and everything else that's why we keep ours up except for like an hour or so a day um if you have animals around you need to make sure that you're you're maintaining uh the structure and make sure nothing can get into them we've built a a full pen area with a covered net that way they can't get out Uh, we keep them up like i said about an hour or so a day we let them run in the evening because they've usually laid by then, and that keeps them pretty happy Um, but the biggest thing is definitely cleaning their area that's something like for instance i've got to do i've got a couple days off i'm going to do that today or tomorrow we're going to build a new structure around their laying boxes and, and move stuff around that may work a little bit better for them because they're stupid and they only ever want to sleep on top of the coop that I built instead of ever in the coop that I built. So we're just gonna try and do away with that and build them something that will make them a little bit happier maybe. And um they just it's just the upkeep of animals is something that a lot of people don't factor in. They think they're gonna get animals, it's gonna be hunky dory and then they don't ever have to do anything with them but go out and collect eggs. And it's just not the case. You've got to make sure they've got food, you've got to make sure they've got water, you've got to make sure they're clean um, they're going to be able to clean themselves. They're going to dust bath in the summer. They're going to do all the stuff they need to do. But if you keep them hemmed up in a small area full of crap, they're going to get sick and they're going to die and you're not going to be gaining anything and you're just going to be harming the animal in the long term. So all that being said, I think chickens are a great, great, great thing for people who are just kind of dipping their toes into stuff, um, to, to try as far as a sustainable animal for their homestead. Uh, they're they're relatively easy to deal with, they're easy to maintain, they're they're low cost to uh keep going as far as feed goes. And uh and really they kind of become pets in a way if you're not careful. Uh that's kind of how we look at them to a degree. I can attach myself and process them if I need to. My wife not so much. Uh we don't necessarily name them like we used to. But you grow attached to your animals after three or four years of having them because uh, they're an intimate part of your life. They're, they're providing a resource for you. So it, it's a great learning experience at the very least. If you get nothing else out of it, your kids will learn from it. You will learn from it. Um, and then on top of that, you're, you're renewing and replenishing resources and nutrients in your life. Uh, they're a lot easier than any other animal we've had. Um, I'll never do pigs again, period. And uh, we'll probably be getting goats again in the near future uh, for milk. That's, that's kind of our next step. Uh, we have did sheep for wool. We've done uh, goats for milk. We've done pigs for processing. And the sheep thing does not work out for me. <laughs> and uh, pigs I hate. Uh, they're nasty and they destroy the area and they stink god awful and you can't do anything with them. But anyways, chickens go for it if you can at all do it it's just kind of like gardening if there's there's a will there's a way you can find a spot to put them and uh hopefully this will be something that you can grow on and build on and uh just increase your sustainability and survivability all right guys that's just about it it's just kind of a little bit of a ramble on uh on getting started with animals specifically with chickens i'll probably touch more on animals in the future if you'd like uh as always take it easy may god be with you and your family